Yep. And if I title it Uncomfortable yeah. Cheesesteaks with a Black Man, <laughs> don't take offense. Yeah. No, 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 bro. You too, man. It's for the clicks. Welcome to episode two of Cheesesteaks with, for now exclusive to YouTube. And I am excited to say that this episode is featuring the one and only Muhammad. If you haven't seen the other videos with him, I'll put the link in the description box below. Thanks for watching and remember to like and subscribe. I'm oh. so glad we finally got got this to happen what's up dude how are you good to know bro good to see you man yeah good to see you too it's been a minute i'm gonna leave the lights on so they can see us oh that's yeah. cool you know you already know that's cool so what's up man how you been uh, life man it's life. been a minute yeah dude been... we were gonna link up that one night and you never came through i know dude I... i've been Busy, I was sitting at the bar all by yeah. myself. I was telling the bartender, I was like, I swear I got a friend coming. I'm not just drinking because it was like a Tuesday night too. So there I am drinking by myself on a Tuesday night, looking like a <laughs> looking like I got a problem. Because <laughs> I was bored, man. I was throwing yeah. away. I was like, I swear I'm someone's sorry, coming. Dude. Oh no, no, it's all good. Yeah, you know, I, I I get caught up, man. I get caught up with stuff, you know, like. Uh, Mom's being the first born for mom, you know, you got all this uh, big brother expectation. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. In the main, in the house expectation. You yeah, know. yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? Where are you? You know, because I have all like girls, like my sisters, you know? So, how many sisters? I have three sisters okay. and one little brother. So, all these girls, sometimes they need some manly stuff. And I have to be the person to do it. Yeah, right, right. You know, right, right. that's why I get cut out a lot of stuff. And a lot of times, they ask last minute. <laughs> right. Know? You'll be there for 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then right before you're about to leave, they're like, yeah. oh, could you do this? <laughs> and it takes like half an hour to do it. Yeah. It's like, why did you just tell me yeah. when I first got it's here? Like, it's the same thing with my mom, right? Yeah. Like, me and my mom, when I go to, to visit her, we'll talk for like hours, an hour or two, right? We'll talk. But then... You know, by the time ready to go, then then she'll be like, "Hey, I forgot to ask you this." I'm like, mom, the whole time I was here. Right, right. I'm ready to go. Like, oh right. my god, it's like they all act similar, bro. It, it always goes like yeah. that. That's how it always goes. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know if you noticed. That was a uh, that was a cop to the left of us. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Uh, and I got it. I know I got a tail light out that yeah. I got to fix. Somebody uh, just told me. I just found out two days ago. So I'm like, uh, and I always feel terrible driving yeah. around with these lights on. I'm like, yeah. I look like such a yeah. jackass. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, I hope he doesn't give me a hard time. Nah, I, I don't have to do pull you up for that for the light. Yeah, but it's just like, like weird looking, you yeah, know. It's, it's just yeah, like it's you're drawing like, attention yeah, to yourself. Yeah, attention to and yourself, then I got yeah. a light out. Yeah, but yeah, in Philly, we I know we're not in so. Philly, but yeah. in Philly, they just yeah. stopped pulling people over for uh, minor infractions and broken taillights is one of them. So uh, okay. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But ironically enough, yeah. dude, that's uh, that's kind of something I wanted to uh, talk about yeah. um, because I remember our conversation uh, that we have revolve around that a lot. But, uh, yeah, man, yeah, I right, just right. I always think about the the number of events that had to happen for us to reconnect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. so crazy. Like, just from the jump, yeah. just the fact that you sat in the front seat yeah. of the car, yeah. it's like, 
that's why we had a conversation, you know, because most of the time when people sit in the back, we don't talk as much, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you choose to sit in the front. Yeah. You notice the dash camera, which you'll be surprised how many people don't notice the dash camera, which I uh, think is like <laughs> totally crazy. Because like you see, it's like a giant screen yeah, that's lighting yeah, up the car. Like right how can you there. not notice it? Yeah, and then right I'll say there. like, oh, this ride's recording. Like, You're recording this. It's like, yeah. yeah. Don't you see this thing lighting right. up the car? Yeah. And a lot uh, of time with technology, bro, or like cell phones, everything, people. People come in the car, look staring at their cell phone. Yeah, they don't pay attention to their surroundings. That's a really good point. You know that what I'm saying? So that's true. why a lot of times they don't even know what's going that on. That is a really they good point. They don't even acknowledge uh, the, the, the camera because right. they're based on their phone. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like technology. That's man. a really good point. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you notice it right away, and it sparks such a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, to reconnect. I mean, we're neighbors, but like, yeah. we only cross paths because your car got stuck, yeah. and I happened to be going to the post office. Yep. Like, if if it didn't snow, yeah. if you know you left a little earlier, or uh -huh. I left a little earlier, whatever yeah. it is, uh -huh. like there were just so many events that had to happen. Yeah. So, so I just think the, the dude, the fact that we came full circle, yeah. and like we're neighbors now, it's just yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. It's but crazy, uh, you know, but a lot of times people have different. Well, that's why we neighbor, but we don't see each other as much. Right, right, right. Different schedule, you know. Sometimes I do overnight. Right. Oh, oh, you're working overnight. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that. You know? I knew sometimes you work later. I never yeah. knew you did overnight. Yeah. Oh wow. I, I do a lot of overnight, especially on the weekends. Now during the week, I, I work nine to five. Like okay. nine to five during the week. The weekend, I work overnight. Got but it. at the same time, when I'm working nine to five, when I get off, I go play soccer and then go to my family. Right. So by the time I come, you know, you go to bed early. Right, you, right. You knocked out. Yeah, I know. And I, I always yeah, I mean, feel so bad because I wake up at it because I get up early. So I'll get yeah. up at like 4.45, 5 a.m. And I always yeah. see a text from you at like 10 o'clock. It's like, hey, I'm yeah. headed to the bar. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> In my Not younger enough. years, maybe. Uh -huh. but, right, right. Because I also know you got the energy for it because yeah. I remember the one night we were out yeah. to like, it was like I think we were there till the bar closed. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I got to get up tomorrow playing soccer in South Philly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh! At like six a.m. you were playing or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. But you I also say you're like they say they meet at six, but it's usually yeah. not till like eight or nine. Yeah, so. it's African time, bro. <laughs> Is that how it goes? Six nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Armenians are like that too. Yeah. My mom always said, whenever they said it's like a party yeah. at like. You know, six and nine. She's like, yeah, but we'll show up at seven thirty. You know, it would drive my dad crazy. <laughs> yeah. I interrupt this program to say that I definitely need to structure this thing a little better. Mainly the part about getting, eating, and grating the cheesesteaks. Shout out to Muhammad for being patient with me. For this one, we visited the classic gym steaks in Delco. Only my second episode, but it's the first time me and a guest disagree on the rating. My damn bro is a mess in there. Cool, hey dog. Oh man. So I see you don't like the the cheese. Thank you. You don't like the cheese from Coco's. Uh, you know, Coco's, right? Yeah, you I was like thinking, I was thinking of doing that, <laughs> yeah. but I just wanted time in the car with you, so oh, I figured we yeah. drive. Uh, yeah, because that that would be our homework. Yeah. But they, uh, dude, I don't know if you ever had cheesesteak stromboli from there. That's probably no. one of my most favorite meals oh, in the yeah. entire world. Yeah, and then they got really good pizza too. Yeah, I know you're not hungry, but you'll have to uh, you'll have to give it a whirl just to try it out. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, but no, man, I wanted to chat because uh, part so part of reconnecting, I thought it was so yeah. funny, was 
you know, we had that video and that mm -hmm. video was up for like, I don't even know how long it was up. It was up for like six months, a year. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And it didn't really get that many views. It was titled Great Conversation with Muhammad. Right. Nobody looked at it, right? Mm -hmm. So then I saw this guy, Emmanuel Acho, I think his name is. He played for the Eagles. He's like mm -hmm. a host on Dance with the Stars now. Oh. He had this series called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. And it was all revolving around race and, you know, stuff like that. But a lot of the conversations were similar to the things we talked about, like mm. police reform and all this kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And this was getting millions of views and people were loving it. Mm -hmm. And I, something about that, that, I, that I'll admit drove me kind of crazy was it was so forced and unrealistic mm -hmm. and there was no sort of pushback at all. It was just like you say something and it was just like, it was a little too kumbaya for me, if you know what okay. I mean. Like, it yeah. was too, like, this is the way it is and there's no other way. Mm -hmm. And I really liked our conversation. And, and, oh, the other thing that bothered about – the other thing about that that bothered me yeah. was how it was presented as if it was, like, some sort of, like, you know – unicorn like oh my god people from different races are having a conversation and yeah. in my head i'm like that happens every day mm -hmm. across the world mm -hmm. you know yeah, but yeah. especially in the uber and you know i thought of our video and stuff like that because we talked about a lot of the same things so mm -hmm. what i did was i changed the title yeah. to match his title yeah. it was almost like a parody right and the top comment i say something like you know, because if, if you don't know that video, you'll be like, uncomfortable conversation with a black man. Like, right. this wasn't uncomfortable at all. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And uh, it's stuff that happened. You know? But so long story long. Yeah. I ran into you like yeah. a week after I changed the title. <laughs> and you're like, you, you didn't uh, happen to see the video. Yeah. So you were like, send me the video. And I was like, oh, man, I just... <laughs> Two weeks before, it was called Great Conversation with Muhammad. Yeah. And now I'm seeing this guy that I only met one other time by Uber. Mm -hmm. And I'm sending him this video entitled mm -hmm. Uncomfortable Conversation with a Black Man. I hope you didn't take offense to that title no, in any way. Because I didn't find it uncomfortable at all. No. I didn't say I'm a black man. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black man. It, it, it's just a little obvious. I, uh, something that I, wrong with that. something that I learned from that though, yeah. was, uh, I read this in an article once America, yeah. it craves racial tension, mm -hmm. you know, like America when, when it was great conversation, nobody was interested, mm -hmm. but when it was uncomfortable conversation, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, what's going on here? And it's mm -hmm. crazy because a lot of, I don't know if you read the comments, mm -hmm. but a lot of the comments, yeah. other than people loving you, yeah. was like, this wasn't uncom uncomfortable at all. This mm -hmm. was clickbait. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm like, that's a reflection of you, mm -hmm. to a sense, as the viewer, whoever clicked it. Right. Like, yeah. you're clicking it because you want to see mm -hmm. an uncomfortable conversation. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, so what does that say about you, you know? Basically, I feel like around that time, and maybe in America, uh, the way people brain has been washed is like now people just feel like everything is about negativity, you know, like two people can two two people from different races can get along. 
you know so it's like a the norm now you know people want to see that all the time right that's why when, when you choose the title people wanted to come and see it you know oh, right. let me see what's going on it's like it's like damn you two people can get along right because they're from different part of the world or they have different skin color right like why that has to be something to draw attention right you know it should be a normal thing it's just it's weird to me how much they want to see it you know yeah. what i mean and it's also uh, funny to me, like, when I think of our differences, mm -hmm. like, obviously, we do have different skin colors, but, like, what makes us different to mm -hmm. me is you grew up in on a different continent, mm -hmm. you know? Like, that's, totally that's different. you know what I mean? Like, that's a different experience than, yeah. uh, you know, skin color. That's how I look at life, man. Like, I don't, I don't judge people based on their ethnicity, their religion, their sexual orientation i don't because it just won't people everybody's different in their own right around that time all that police br brutality was going on the world was on fire america was burning as hell um you know i just try to be to remain positive about it because at the end of the day even though we saw some um discomfort in the media you know as far as police brutality that happens um and it, it doesn't mean that you know all the police are bad it was just you know they have some group of police that went nuts you know and we, we we understood that we saw it and i'm glad some things were handled appropriately you know accordingly but end of the day cops are there to to protect us you know so that's why i have to remain positive and look at the, the flip side. Hey, they do their job. Of course, nobody's perfect. Some people are, are going to be, there are going to be some bad people. But you can't judge just a little percentage of a group um, based on, you know, like, like across the board. It's just a little percentage. It's like um, Muslims. Some few percentage of Muslims do some bad things. And then people discriminate all Muslims across the board. It's wrong. Yep. It's few people. You know? So police brutality, it was the same thing. That's how I look at it. Yeah. So I, I, I never hate police, you know? I feel like it's just some bad people that are doing bad stuff. And that's, you know, I, I hate bringing up the comment section because the comment section brings out, yeah. like, the dumbest people in the entire world. And I, I remember seeing comments like, oh, he's complaining about the cops, this, mm. that, and the other. And I'm like, I remember specifically responding to one. It's like, he's not saying all cops are bad. He had mm -hmm. one bad instance. Yeah. And I think something that's really unfair mm -hmm. that the media does and that people do mm -hmm. is that they assume that, I think they assume two things. One, if you say a bad thing about a cop, mm -hmm. you hate all cops. Yeah, yeah. Or no. if you suggest <laughs> that cops need to change some mm -hmm. sort of thing. Like, my biggest thing is, I think it is the dumbest thing in the world that the guys who are out there that are supposed to prevent murders and protect us from things like that are the ones investigating things like broken taillights. Like I think traffic laws enforced by police are one of the stupidest things ever, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I hate cops, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And I've had bad experiences with cops just like the one you shared. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I hate all cops. You were yeah. just sharing a thing. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I think that the way the narrative went last summer mm -hmm. was that it's like, cops versus black people mm -hmm. and you know if you're 
if you want to be an ally to black people, mm-hmm. you got to be against the police, yeah, too. Yeah, you got to hit the police. Yeah, and it's crazy because I'm like, I know most of the black people I know don't hate cops, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Most of the people I know don't hate cops. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's just this false narrative mm-hmm. that creates this divisiveness. So I, I think yeah. it's I think it's a really interesting analogy, too, you make with Muslims. Yeah. And it also reminds me, yeah. and I laugh whenever I think about it. I laughed in the video. I'm not mm-hmm. laughing at you. You laughed as well. Yeah. But when you said... Mm-hmm. You're you're black. You're African. Mm-hmm. Your name's Muhammad. You're yeah. Muslim. You got <laughs> yeah. it from all sides. Yeah, all I'm sides, like, man, man, this is the most <laughs> discriminated man in America. Yeah, man. Just like, like, that is just yeah. what, what man. When I heard that, I was like, man, that's an interesting perspective, and it's one of the reasons I wanted you back on the podcast. Yeah. Other than everybody was asking for you too. People yeah. loved you, man. Yeah, I love them too, man. Um, yeah, I, I I went through the comments. I saw some good stuff. And I some some uh, few uh, negative stuff, but you know people have their own opinion. They are entitled to their opinion. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's okay. That's why we we are in America. It's freedom of speech. You can say anything. You know, it's, that's you a know, really cool perspective, man. Yeah, you know. How did those? Uh, you know, I I do wonder, and Look, I, I worry. Honestly, not to cut you up, but no, go for it. I like to bring positivity to the world, no matter how bad things are, because. If we if we think negative, why negative negative things are happening, it's just gonna make it worse. Things are not gonna like calm down. Somebody gotta be the bigger person. Somebody gotta calm down. Somebody gotta be trying to bring positivity to the world. Even though the cars are going nuts, but still somebody has to, uh, you know, uh, fix it. You know, yeah. somebody we have to put our hands together. Yeah. Not like go against all, all the cops like if it wouldn't have cops how, we're gonna be savage out here yeah bad people here bro oh, yeah. if there's no car everybody's gonna go gonna go nuts people are gonna be stabbing you know people go people are gonna be stabbing people like oh, just yeah. randomly yeah. oh i don't like you bah, bah, bah. like authority has to be there yeah to regulate things to put things in order yeah of course nobody's perfect Every organization are not gonna be perfect. There will be some flaws, which is okay. We are human beings. It's just life, man. But we still have, we still have to be remain positive and put our hands together, and 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 find a common solution and and keep pushing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's you know that's just how I feel. You know that's how I think. Now, you know? when everything was happening last yeah. summer, as a African American Muslim, like watching that like what yeah. were what was your perspective on it like as it was happening if you remember as it was happening like as an african-american was was like well, from from yeah. your perspective but not not just you know african-american is a term that yeah. you know people use for yeah. you're you know and an american from africa i guess is what i'm asking like yeah. being that you know you have that different perspective yeah. like what's jumping out to me the fact that you were talking about you you perceive these comments as yeah. people have the freedom of speech. I feel yeah. like that's something that somebody that's been here all his life mm-hmm. may take for granted sometimes. You mm-hmm. know, like when I see a negative comment, my first thought isn't freedom of speech. My mm-hmm. first thought is like, all right, I just got to ignore that. That guy's an idiot. But mm-hmm. like it honestly is kind of interesting to think like, hey, man, that's that's cool that this person has the ability to, to say that, you know, because. Yeah. I'm sure it's not like that everywhere. You know? I think that's very important because, you know, 
most third world countries, you know, they are run by dictators. And dictators obviously want their way and their way only. That's it. Right. And the population or the, 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 the civilians, they don't have any right to say anything, you know, they don't have freedom of speech. It makes you feel like you have no voice, like you're not existing. So in America, we have that freedom of speech. That's a big thing. That's yeah. powerful, dude. Like you feel like you are being hurt. You are being hurt. Cause yeah. you can say something and not get in trouble, not get kidnapped, not get killed. They don't harm you because of what you said. The government don't kill you because of the things that you said. They see it as a well, he's a human being. He's entitled to yeah. uh, make him, his point across. In America, you know, people take that for granted. It is know? crazy because. I read about that in books or I'll hear about it, you know, on a podcast or on a TV show or something. The idea that you say something and the government could come after you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. I've heard about that, but, you know, it's kind of like I heard about Mars, you know, like I've never actually like experienced it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's oh, just yeah, so dude. foreign to me yeah. where it, it's interesting that you can see a comment on the internet about you that's negative mm, yeah. and, you know, not just ignore it, but associate that with free speech. You know, that, that's a mm-hmm. really interesting perspective that I don't yeah. think anyone that's ever considered not having free speech would ever have. Yeah, that's why America is powerful. That's why America is different. Powerful, you know. And it's a good thing. It, it, it makes you feel like you are living, you are existing. Even uh, I'm, I'm, within American families, the kids are allowed to speak their mind to their parents. Versus African family, no. Your mom, your dad, whatever they said, that's it. <laughs> you know, you have no say. <laughs> my mom always said that. Yeah, but here, kids are allowed to speak their mind. They're allowed to talk to their parents politely, but still across, still pass their point across yeah. without getting in trouble. You know, in, in, in my culture, uh, you know, kids, they are scared to talk because they get in trouble all the time. You know, yeah. you know the mom smack their, their butt or the, the dad smack their butt for speaking certain things, you know. And um, that's something I don't like about, uh, you know, my culture per se, you know. The fact that you don't have that freedom of speech. Yeah. You know, you speak they think you're being disrespectful. In actuality, you're not being disrespectful. You just express your feeling, how you feel. African players that are living in America, you know, they learn little by little. You know, they open yeah. up to their kids. They open up now. Um, but traditional Africans, you know, it's, it's different. Yeah. They're straight. <laughs> straight. The kids are scared to, to speak up, to talk, to be close. Makes me think of the idea of, like, you are who you surround yourself with. Mm. You know, there's that saying, like, uh, you are the average of your five best friends or the Mm. five people you're Mm. close with. But it even makes me think, Mm. like, you know, just being around just your family. Like, what happens in your household is insulated, but Mm. just, you know... Being around other people, seeing how other families interact, maybe overhearing coworkers' conversations, you know, whatever it is. Like, if you're hearing a coworker talking about, like, oh my God, my kid was complaining about this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. you know, as a your father might have been like, what? What do you mean he's complaining? We don't. What are you talking about? But you know, eventually, like, oh, so this yeah. is how they do it here. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, yeah. Whereas, you know, if I was in Africa and I was like, where? What country? Uh, uh Guinea. Guinea. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. If I, 
if so, I was in Guinea yeah. and I, you know, said my kid was complaining mm. and everyone around me was like, your kid shouldn't complain, yeah. uh, eventually I'd be like, yeah. yo, kid, yeah. shut the hell up. <laughs> this is how we do things now. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, the thing is, um, um, my, my dad from Guinea, my mom, Nigeria. Okay, so gotcha. I'm, I'm a mixture. Gotcha. Yeah. So when um, you say your culture, what is there? I'm speaking of both. Both, They're yeah, both yeah. Similar. They're not, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. both similar. Gotcha. I have both. no geography of Africa. I don't yeah. know. Are those countries close or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all in the West. Gotcha, okay. They don't gotcha. share borders, but they're all in the West, gotcha. in the same area. I remember my dad never even went to my soccer game. And even though I was a good soccer player. But they don't, they don't, they don't, like, they don't see those things as, as, as a way to bound their, with their kids. Yeah. They don't see that as a connection. American culture, I've seen it a lot. Dad, mom, oh my God. They'll change their whole They, they will change everything. Schedule. Yeah. schedule. Yeah. They will base their schedule according to their kids' as sport games. You know, if they're traveling to go play, they will go with them. They'll travel like two, three hours. Yeah. I noticed that and I'm like, if yeah. that's what having kids is about, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, at the same time, I understand. I think yeah. when they come, they have to work double, double, double shift. But I still feel like you should have some time for your yeah. kids. You should make time. You should try and make time for them. For them, it means a lot. I used to get mad. My mom never showed up to my game. But end of the day, I understand. That's that's the culture. That's what. That's the way it's been happening since I wasn't even existing. Yeah. I also think part of it is we have so much more time now. You know. Like in the eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. all they uh, all people were worried about was like finding food, you know, and not starving, you know. Yeah. And like you know, they didn't have high school soccer teams in the eighteen hundreds. Well, <laughs> if they did, I'm sure they were yeah, like really football, fancy schools. Yeah, you know? We all human being, we're on different level. I feel like we, people should know how to, um, you know, how to connect with with your children. It's important. Sometimes I don't know how to treat certain. Certain things like the the way the way uh, I should have, you know, what like you when it comes to like relationship kind of, because I didn't really see that connection with me and my dad mm. or my dad and my mom, you know, that that wasn't no love mm. kind of, you know, it was just oh, you know, it's a marriage, you know, it's like a it's like a duty, you know, it's a yeah. marriage, like you know, let's marry, let's have right. kids for yeah. these kids, you know. Uh, Man, it's so funny. I keep yeah, going back to my yeah. my mom's grandparents. So my yeah. great grandparents. She always said the same thing. Like it was it was actually an arranged marriage. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. My my parents was arranged marriage. Oh, too. really? My mom was like I think eighteen when she got married to my dad. My dad was in his thirties when they got married. Oh, okay, and it was arranged marriage. My mom didn't have no say. Did they know each other before at all? Or? No. Yeah, same with they my intru- great grandma. They introduced yeah. my mom to my dad, and it was like, that's a future uh, um, husband. That was it. That's before it, you know, yeah. Mom, <laughs> they're getting married. She was in high school. She didn't have no say. Yeah. And then that's why I'm, I'm going to cycle back to um, parents listening to their kids. If my, grand, if my granddad and my grandma would have listened to my mom, my mom didn't want to get married to my dad. Yeah. You know, she wasn't even ready. She was young. Yeah, yeah. You but said she didn't 18, have no right? say in it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Did you go to high school here or no? I came I came when I was 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you no, have a good it, high school? It was a soccer good. team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, high school was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. When I came, oh, yeah, it was 
God. When I came from, straight from Africa, oh my God. I used to train twice a day. I was in shape. I was good as hell. I understand yeah, you know, soccer or football, as you call it, yeah. everywhere else in the world is a lot better than uh, what it is here in America. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> over there, they play with passion. Yeah. They play with passion, with love. It's like their life depend on, depends on it. Yeah. America, man, they just play for fun. Man, yeah. They don't really care. Two of my buddies that you met, they both played soccer in college. They okay. were really good and. Uh, yeah. They played in college. Yeah, I did too. I played four years. Oh, really? Yeah. Two different colleges. Two years, two years. Oh, three I didn't years. know that. Where at? Oh, yeah. So I went to Bernatham. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Immaculata. Okay, yeah. yeah. Immaculata, that's when I was driving you. Yeah. You were going there. Go, yo. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. My, yo. There was snow on the ground, so yeah. I don't know if you were playing soccer or yeah. that, but I didn't yeah. know you played in college. That's it. Yeah. That's really oh, yeah. cool. I kick asses, man. Yeah? <laughs> I kick asses. I'll have to get out there yeah, on the field yeah. with you. I played in an intramural yeah. league, but I'm terrible at soccer. Yeah. I can play all right defense. Kick I can't asses. kick the ball worth anything. <laughs> yeah, at some point, um, even my coach wanted me to try for the Eagles. Oh, really? To be a kicker. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever tried kicking a football? Football? I tried a couple of times. Yeah. I was actually okay. You got a leg to it? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was okay. I feel like if I would have practiced a little bit more, I would have been better. Yeah, but I didn't follow up, you know. Yeah. I just, I just feed it off. I'm yeah. like, ah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, my coach was like, yo, we should go. We should go try out, man. Yeah. I think you, you gonna make it. That'd be cool. Yeah. But that was young. I, yeah. I didn't really pay attention. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna be making meters now, bro. Yeah. 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 Kick it. Oh, that's yeah. what I do. And that's an kick easy job. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Just go ahead and kick. Yeah. Put you on the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then come on, get deal. paid. Yeah. Like, I don't even care about the sport. Right, I just want to go right, right, kick the ball. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, look, man. I know you gotta you gotta roll, yeah, but before yeah. we bounce, you gotta rate this. What did you think? Oh man, this cheese was delicious. Yeah, you liked it. It's good. I lo- Listen, it was. If you were to, all if you were to give it, if you were to give it a grade, what would you give it? Uh, five all over five. Five over five. What about like a rating scale, like A A B? I'm good at uh, A. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I liked it. I, I, you know, I was fucking it up, but I started dripping on my on my clothes. Yeah, yeah, my I had bad. To stop. Yeah, I, hope, you know. I hope that See, comes out. It was good. It was juicy. It was good. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it like a, a a B. You know, this is Jim's. Jim's is like one of the you know famous cheese steaks. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. But this is Jim's Springfield. Jim's in the city. I think would be a a little better. So. I think on a scale of like one to Philly, mm. it tastes like a good Philly establishment that moved out to the suburbs and uh, you know took it a little easy mm-hmm. on its execution. But mm-hmm. still, a good cheese. Yeah, I like it because the cheese was kind of thick. Like the stick was thicker. And see, I don't yeah. like that. I, oh, I like it when real chopped up. Ah, yeah. this guy. I honestly man. was probably being a little Is generous with the B. I just didn't want to undercut your score too yeah. much. <laughs> you love steak, though. Yeah, I love steak. Dude, love I'll steak. never forget. I think it was that same night yeah. we talked about when we closed the bar down. Yeah. You FaceTimed me at like 3 a.m. <laughs> I'm making and steak. And you were cooking <laughs> steak and you invited me over. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to bed way early, bro. Glad we were able to do this. Yeah, man. Dude, I, I tell you, like, every day I get comments on random videos. It's like, yeah. bring Muhammad back. We want Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm trying. Yeah, He's a man. busy man. Hey, dude, listen, man. It was nice catching up with dude, you, Dude, this bro. was awesome. It was really, uh, you know, I know we were kind of rushed. I, I, I'd love to have you back on here. Next time I see a negative comment, I'm definitely 
appreciating my First Amendment right because that is that is one of the most unique yeah. perspectives I think I've heard. Yeah, people that's like true. us in, in Africa, nope. you that's, can't criticize the government. That's crazy. Nothing. You get yeah. yeah. You get lost. <laughs> you get lost. You get lost. <laughs> Nobody yeah. know what happened. You get lost. You get lost, brother. You got lost. Yeah, so it's a good thing. Yeah. People go on a, uh, social media. People go on uh, the media, the TV, and criticize the government. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. That's powerful, bro. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> All right, bro. I'll let All you right. know when I share this. Yeah. And if I title it, Uncomfortable yeah. Cheesesteaks with a Black Man... <laughs> Don't take offense. Yeah. No, 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 bro. You good, man. It's for the clicks. You good, bro. I don't care. 